0: recording progress
1: can you hear me okay
0: yeah can you hear me okay I can okay what do you mean you can oh like you can like yeah you can hear me yeah you said can you hear me I said I can oh my god am I smart enough to do a podcast about history no but here I am anyway you're smart
1: enough look we've been doing it We've got like I mean,
0: compared to where the world is currently, I am, I should get a doctorate at this point.
1: I think a lot of people, well,
0: okay, not a lot of people, but
1: some people like us could definitely qualify for an honorary doctorate at this point in time.
0: Harvard, are you listening?
1: <laughs> Surely they are. This is where they do their students do their research for their papers. Yeah, just this podcast right here, <laughs> the new Wikipedia. Could be right, could be wrong.
0: Uh, Anybody can edit. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what a mess. Welcome to Hysterical
1: History, where we sit down, talk about our favorite stories, and of course, laugh. Your hosts are Whitley Trussler and Emily Gummery. All right, let's get this show
0: started. I'm sure people are so freaking tired of us because literally we just like never record. So it's fine. Okay, but this
1: isn't an excuse, but we are somewhat on a cadence this time with not recording. We've been recording every two
0: weeks. Yeah. I mean, eventually we'll get back to every week. It's just, you know, Willie's like getting married and shit, so. And... Yeah,
1: it's just going to honestly probably get worse. And it's 4th of July coming up, so I could see this being another two weeks. Are you still
0: celebrating 4th of July? I'm boycotting it. I'm not celebrating it,
1: Um, but we are going up for our wedding shower this weekend and we're staying through tuesday wednesday wednesday we're coming home wednesday everyone who listens to this podcast you're also invited (laughs) only if you bring gifts only if you bring (laughs) gifts please my registry is at www no i'm just kidding dot dot (laughs) registry.com slash buy me gifts (laughs) oh boy well so you have for us today almost like an update on your last story which i didn't realize until i think i was so swept up in the roe v wade decision because that you know not that miranda rights don't directly impact me but like being a woman definitely directly impacts me every single day of my life for sure retweet Um, so yeah Yeah. if you want to jump in i just have lots i didn't write an official story this week I just have lots of feelings and opinions (laughs) to share and criticisms of the United States. Uh, So to me, this is going to be a, let's, let's feel our feelings week, which I think listeners could also use.
0: Yeah. So, okay. If you're new here, welcome, but I'm sorry, this is your first episode. If you've been here, you already know that my typical, like, situation on this podcast is for worse and worse. So um, surprisingly, I never thought that I would have to give you an update on Miranda rights in 2022, but here we freaking are. So I am minding my business like every other woman in the United States um, and scrolling on TikTok. two nights ago, yesterday, When did I text you? This morning? Um, Or was that yesterday? I don't know. Everything. Anyway, regardless, it was within the last 48 hours. And I follow, which everybody should, an account called Under the Desk News. And this lovely TikToker literally lays under their desk and gives you news. And (laughs) literally, they're talking about the Miranda rights. And I'm like, wow, how fitting that we just told the story about the Miranda rights. And, um, here is this video on my page talking about Miranda bites. And literally the caption of this video is update Miranda law and the end of separation of church and state. And I said, what the fuck? (laughs) And immediately texted Whitley and said, I don't care what you're doing. We're recording because I have lots of feelings. (laughs) so okay a lot of this i took from cnn um and this article that was like a transcript of gbh news which was um from a show that is boston's like uh npr situation okay and it's uh daniel medwed on morning edition so a lot of this came from both of those things um But last time we discussed the 1966 court case of Miranda v. Arizona was where the Supreme Court ruled that citizens should be told of their rights before being interviewed by the police. We've all heard it, you know, anything you can, anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. You have the right to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, one will be appointed to you. We've heard it. We, we talked about it two weeks ago. If this is new information to you, literally re- listen to that one first. We've all heard Olivia Benson say it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And iced tea. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, and I'm also, as we hinted, and unless you live under a goddamn rock at this point, I'm sure you're also aware of the current state of the United States And basically, the war on civil rights and the war on women that is happening right now. And if you don't agree with me, switch to a different podcast because this ain't it. (laughs) So I am here today to tell you about how the current justices in the Supreme Court just limited the reach of Miranda v. Arizona. Let's go. I have lots of thoughts already, but I am going to reserve them for the end. (laughs) And I'm trying not to like yell at you because I do have neighbors and like, I'm not yelling at you, but like, I have a lot of feelings and I was angry typing as I did this. Okay. So, (sighs) Yeah. In sorry.
1: Six... I'm going to, I'm, I was going to say something I'm like, no, Whitley, keep your feelings to the end. We will discuss at the end. Let Emily sorry. get through this. It's going to be a
0: lot of heavy sighing for me because I just can't even believe that this is where we're at in life. So in a six to three decision, basically, a, a, literally all it was, was along ideological lines. Okay. Like what these people think a bias, a bias is what this is. The Supreme Court ruled that the words we've all been accustomed to hearing before an arrest might not be mandatory. This is also a ruling that is an, a direct attack on the Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination is literally what this is. So where did we start? Where did we start in order for us to get here? So a quick synopsis of what we talked about last time. So the whole concept of the 1966 case was the Supreme Court held that prior to what's called a custodial interrogation, which basically just means that the police are holding you um, and you feel like you don't have the ability to just walk away. That's what a basic custodial interrogation is. Police must provide suspects with certain warnings. And since this ruling, it has been treated as a prophylactic rule. So basically what the definition of that is, we'll go into it like a basic, but what the definition of prophylactic rule is, judicially crafted rule that overprotects a constitutional right and gives more protection that such right might abstractly seem to require on its face in order to safeguard that constitutional right or improve detection of violations of that right. Basically, it's like going outside in a sweater, knowing it's cold, but then also putting on a jacket just to make sure you don't get pneumonia. That's literally what it is. So the 1966 case is putting a jacket on your Fifth Amendment right. Just to make sure that nobody violates it. Okay. That's like literally what that's saying. Beautiful analogy. Thank you. Honestly. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. But continue, sorry. I'm starting to sweat and I have AC on. Okay. (laughs) So another basic is it's just a protecting a downstream constitutional right. Again, the Fifth Amendment privilege against self-incrimination. This is literally for everybody. It doesn't matter what you look like, what color you are, what sex you are, where you live, how much money you make, literally privilege against self-incrimination for every single person in the United States. So this affects everybody in case you just didn't know. So,
1: oh wait, go ahead. No, I just, I have thoughts on this as well. Like (laughs) it is true that it theoretically like protects everyone but we all know who is most at risk for abuse of this right But the thing is like white people i think in general don't have this fear of their rights being used against them in that way because they're like well no we're good people Mm -hmm. we're not bad people and bad people what do they mean you're not black you're not latino you're not any other like skin color you don't have, or you're not white
0: basically. Yeah. And not only on t- not only that, but like, then you go into subsex subsections because that came out right really wrong. Subsections of white individuals, because then you think about, well, I don't have a mental disability that I'm able to understand it. I know exactly what that means. You don't have to explain it to me. I know what my civil rights are. So like, this is basically just providing a blanket of, hey, no matter what your understanding of the law is, whether it's like, you know, you're a lawyer or you've never been to school before, like we're here to define it, to make sure there is no question at the end of the day, what your rights are, which is how it should be. We should be making a situation where there's no question. Like, why do we want more gray area? How, like, it should be as black and white as we physically can get. But not today, Satan. Not today, is what the Supreme Court said. They woke up and chose violence. (sighs) Yeah, I just think that all of these cases
1: and i've got some controversial ideas to share this evening and i'll drop one right now like a bomb and then we can move on but i think these court rulings are the modern day jim crow Mm mm-hmm but go ahead yep okay
0: (laughs) we said it we said it and we're not taking it back nope it's in there so from the gbh news um article like transcript i mentioned they had a really good explanation of like how this works. So I took it. So this is from that transcript. So basically, Whitley, you provide a coerced statement to the police and a coerced statement could literally be anything like they threatened you with a gun, or maybe you didn't fully understand what you were going there for. And they just hinted at the fact that you did it. They held you there for a long time, like whatever that coercion looks like in that situation, you provide a core statement to the police. The statement then essentially could be introduced against you at your trial as an exception to the hearsay ban. That would therefore violate your fifth amendment right to self-incrimination. So basically what the Miranda rights are trying to do is stop all of that from happening, therefore letting you know, hey, you don't have to say shit. You don't have to do shit. If you want someone to represent you, you can call your a lawyer or we can you know, have a court appointed one to you. That's fine. And therefore, if anything is said after that, then it's fair game. Again, making it as kosher as possible. So let me tell you how we got here. <laughs> That's where we've been, now where we're going. So the court case, which I'm sure you haven't heard of, Whitley, because you told me today that you barely heard the situation going on with Miranda Wrights, which is fair, because there's a lot of shit going on right now. Um, I'm literally reading it right now. So I have heard of it as (laughs) 10 seconds ago. So I feel like eventually I would like for us and whether that looks like you and me working together on a story, because there's so much to cover, I would eventually like to cover Roe v. Wade. Um, but I just feel like a lot is going on like every day it's changing. A lot of people are covering it right now. And I just want to make sure that like, when we cover it, we do it justice. And so I'm not trying, I just want to make sure people understand, like, I'm not trying to over shadow the importance of that. And I don't want to anyone to think that we're not going to talk about it, but I just, unless you feel differently, I feel like we just need, we need to like figure out for ourselves what's going on with Roe v. Wade before we try to explain it to other people.
1: I agree. And I feel like this one is especially important like for us at least as a podcast just because literally our last episode we were talking about Miranda rights yeah um,
0: and I just feel like as podcast like history podcasters we are in a very weird time right now where we are literally watching history happen and our generation is an interesting point because we've consistently throughout our entire lives have been watching history happen. And (laughs) I don't know about you, like I'm overwhelmed. I'm just overwhelmed. Like not to make this about me, but like for a second, I'm just going to, I'm overwhelmed with the amount of shit (laughs) that we have had to freaking deal with in our lives. And if I'm being honest Miranda rights was never something I thought that we would have to talk to talk about again. When I told that story two weeks ago, I was like, oh, like, this is going to be super fun. We're just going to talk about like Miranda rights and how we got them. And then we're going to move on. And I'm going to find some other weird shit to talk about in next week. Like another, <laughs> like Marilyn Monroe dress situation or whatever. <laughs> I did not expect in two weeks to be sitting here talking to everybody about how basically Miranda rights are like SOL and we're out the window. So I just need everybody to understand that, like, this is going to be, this is a safe place. Like I, I, like we hear you, we feel you, we probably are just as loud, if not loud, well, me louder (laughs) (laughs) about these feelings. And so we're not looking to change anybody's mind about anything. Like we very much understand that like at this point in life, if you have certain mindsets and certain understandings and certain thoughts, most of the time, like 85 to 90% of the time, you're not going to change it. And that's not what we're trying to do here. We're just trying to educate people. So I know it was like a little tangent, but I just need, I felt like, no, I think it was over me. The universe made me feel like I needed to say it.
1: It was, it was a worthwhile tangent. Um, but yeah let's you're gonna go into the details of this case because just looking at this synopsis this is messed
0: up yeah and I've gotten it down to a couple bullet points so I think I think I've got the gist if you feel like I've missed anything feel free to jump in I
1: literally just read like a summary paragraph so like i you're you definitely know more than me if you read anything more than two sentences about it so yeah I've read more than
0: two sentences you're an expert compared to me all right so basically in 2014, um, a man who worked at a medical facility, uh, got arrested for a sexual assault. Okay. His name is, I think it's Teco Tico. Um, so literally again, this happened in 2014. We're just now getting the ramifications of all this in 2022. So long story short, there was a report of a sexual assault at a medical facility in Los Angeles in 2014. A deputy sheriff named Carlos Vega interrogated the prime suspect, who, again, was an employee of the facility named Terrence Teco. Vega did not supply the Mirandas, and Techo confessed during this interrogation. So he gives a written statement saying he sexually assaulted the patient. And during the trial, Taiko is tried for multiple crimes. So not just a sexual assault. Uh, There were a couple of other things that were involved in this. I couldn't, from what I was trying to do, and it's not really relevant. So I didn't go too much into this. um, But this probably will be a part like three (laughs) for me to just like strictly talk about this since it happened in 2014. Um, so his statement to Vega is used against him in court, but he's like acquitted. He doesn't go to jail. Everything is tip top and fine, but Tego is upset because he feels like his fifth amendment right was violated. And he feels like, you know, the fact that he didn't get Miranda Miranda mirandized mirandized that's what i'm looking for um that again like you know that's a a um an attack on his his civil liberties and um the fact that basically he self-incriminated himself so so did you read the part as well this is what
1: really got me is that vega threatened Teco with violence allegedly flashing his gun yes. i don't know if you're getting there to those parts. i was gonna mention it yeah but go ahead you're fine go ahead and that Teco is an immigrant Mm-hmm. And,
0: and he's there on a vega green card. said
1: that he and his family members would face deportation to the country that had fled in fear of
0: persecution and was calling him racial slurs yes And now just to, just to reiterate, because I, I want us to be covered. It's just a claim. Right. Allegedly that. Yeah. Like this, a big, big, allegedly all caps because no one for sure, like it was literally just the two of them in 2014. Yeah. Or there could be other cops that are covering up for him, but from what we know, no one knows if that's true or not. Um, So he decides that he's, so Teiko, very upset about his civil liberties and civil rights and stuff, is so upset that he files a civil rights lawsuit against Vega, basically because of the Miranda violation against his constitutional rights. And so he believes that he should be compensated. So this whole case, um, the lower courts, you know, your state, uh, your state Supreme Courts and stuff. um, From what I read, they were kind of split, which is how it even got to the United States Supreme Court. And when it was brought to the U.S. Supreme Court and the nine justices, this case hinged on basically one thing which was, um, it concerned a very important but technical aspect of the law, which was, can a Miranda violation later supply the basis for a civil lawsuit under a federal civil rights statute known as section 1983? So, Miranda again, like we discussed, Miranda's the jacket. So if you lose the jacket, are you still able to get pneumonia? And you can't confirm that. Like you don't know that, that for sure. You never know if you're just going to go out in your sweater, if you're going to get pneumonia and you should have put your jacket on, or if you're going to go out in your sweater and you'll be fine without the jacket and you come home and you have no, no pneumonia. That's basically what they're asking. Um, so the court ruling. Okay. So the courts decided again, six to three decision, Miranda, a Miranda violation isn't a direct constitutional violation because it's this prophylactic rule that protects the constitutional right, um, under the fifth amendment down the road, it is not technically treated as a direct violation to the fifth amendment. So long story short, Miranda protects a constitutional right, but the warning is not a right that would trigger the ability to bring a civil suit. Right. Okay. Because though someone stole your jacket, you still have the sweater. Is what they're saying. Yeah. I'm going to use this analogy for the rest of my life. <laughs> that's so, a good one. do you have thoughts, feelings, comments, concerns before I go further? Because I have more information that's going to make you feel a lot of ways. So, any comments you have now, you might want to share.
1: No, I mean I just go back to that initial comment I shared. Like this is, these are modern day. You know what I call Jim Crow. It. it I mean it's going to be broader than that. Um, Mm-hmm. It's gonna I mean, the fact that this person was an immigrant. Mm mm-hmm. um, And I obviously like I wasn't there. I don't know the facts of the case. But like, it looks real suspicious that that is the case. And just right. considering the current climate of the United States, like this ruling is very conservative in what it means. So like, it's very pro police. It's very anti-minority who's going to most likely be in the situation where they might not know their Miranda rights, people with lower education levels who Mm -hmm. typically might have a lower education level because of how our tax system is structured to fund schools, students in urban areas. It's just a slippery slope and we should all be nervous about that.
0: Well, and the fact of like how long it took like how much, how many, okay. So, so much progressive action was taken between what, like 2014 and 2018, 19 situation. And then conveniently it took until 2022 for this to reach the Supreme Court when we're on like the downhill of all the progressive action we've taken. Like it's conservative backlash. Yeah. Like I'm not saying it looks shady, but at the same time, like it's getting a little chilly over here.
1: Yeah, and yeah, I have more (laughs) thoughts. But go go ahead. Okay. So,
0: (sighs) what they want you to know (laughs) is that this isn't getting rid of Miranda, but it will make it so much harder to enforce. Miranda violations Under this ruling the only remedy for a violation of Miranda is to suppress statements obtained from a suspect who's not properly advised of his right to remain silent so basically a defense attorney or a civil rights advocate can work to get the statement they made under that duress or before the Miranda rights were said um Suppressed, but there's no legal action for the person or persons who are conti- like may continuously because this could happen over and over again with how this is being done. Um, violating Miranda rights. So, like, Whitley, you could violate my Miranda rights 50 million times, like, I could get in trouble 50 different times. You could violate my Miranda rights every time. And the only thing that's going to happen is I could if I have a good enough defense attorney, defense attorney, they can get that statement suppressed, but nothing's going to happen to you. And so you're going to be able to continuously still violate civil rights. Right. There's no accountability now. Right. There's no like official
1: remedy to prevent that person from abusing
0: Miranda rights. Right. And it gets worse. Because if the case never goes to trial, or if the government never seeks to use the statement, or if the statement is admitted notwithstanding the Miranda violation, there's no remedy at all for the government's misconduct. So the government also has no repercussions for continuously using people who break Miranda rights or violate Miranda rights and if they have the statement, if the statements given in the correct way and at the correct time, essentially the government still could over, overrule the civil rights violation, like the Miranda rights violation, and still use the statement. Therefore, at the end of the day, essentially violating your Fifth Amendment right, but legally. And nothing can happen. Yeah, that's disastrous, really. Yeah. And to top it all off, because, listen, I think the closer that we get to primaries and stuff like that, I think you and I should sit down and really, truly like take time to discuss like what those mean, because I'm going to end, end it with this that I never thought I'd read and I've never been more pissed off in my entire life. The Biden administration sided with Officer Vega and the solicitor general, Elizabeth Prologer argued that the Miranda rule concerns the introduction of evidence at trial, it does not give them the right to sue for violating the rule. So that's where we fucking are. And I fucking hate it here.
1: Yeah, and it's so backwards our
0: country is so backwards it is like i'm waiting i'm i truly every day wake up look at my phone and i'm waiting for a notification that one my phone no longer works because now we're conveniently in 1962 and that that our president is freaking richard nixon or some shit like I am literally <laughs> waiting for that day because I feel like I'm in a terrible movie, a terrible movie that I that I just can't wake up from. Yeah, I agree. And like, I don't think people fool, and I don't know if this is going into what you're t- going to be talking about, but like, I don't, I really truly do not think people in like rural areas like where our hometowns, um poorly educated populations. Um and I'm just gonna be the one to say it and you can edit it out if you want, but like I like die hard Christian pop- populations. I just don't feel like enough people read. I'm not saying it's going to change your mind. I'm not saying that you're going to wake up tomorrow and be a liberal or a conservative or a bipartisan, like, or like, you know, see everything bipartisan, like with a click of your fingers, read stuff and challenge the things that you believe. Because I really truly believe not everybody understands the negative connotation and snowball effect that is happening right now because of the reversal of Roe v. Wade, because of the this court case of um, Vega and Tico, like or Tico or whatever. Like, I don't think you fully understand that we are getting to the point where. The government is basically going to control us and like what we can and cannot do. It's not about abortions. It's not about, you know, being able to sue people willy nilly. Like you're literally taking fundamental rights away. And the more they that- stop, he has he stuff to say too. Yeah. Yeah. He agrees. He's Thank pissed you. off too. Um, but like you're taking fundamental rights away. And therefore you're giving them like such this big like ego and big head and like, oh, everything we're doing is right because look at the positive feedback we're getting. So let's keep taking more shit away. Because I also read a part of an article that I'm interested to talk about next week where they're getting ready to roll back gun laws as well, like uh, or not gun laws, but um. Uh, like do gun, gun restriction without it being labeled as gun restriction is at least how I took it. Maybe I misread it. Um, but like roll b- back laws on that too, but people aren't understanding. That's what it is. Again, I could be mixing it up and maybe I misread it, but I want to talk about that because just a lot of things. <sighs> A lot of things are going on right now, and I don't think pe- enough people are reading about it. Is basically what I'm saying.
1: Yeah. So yeah, what I saw initially was the Supreme Court
0: expanded gun rights. Oh, ex- I thought it said limited, but maybe again, like I said, I could well, have been there's,
1: wrong. There's, it's there's a there's just so much happening, and I feel like these cases are just being pushed out so fast as they're coming to the end of their session. So which is why I want to talk about it, because like I said, I could have misread it. Oh, interesting. So I think it's, it might be two different cases. We'll need to follow up on this because there's one from five days ago, expands gun rights, but then there's one 15 hours ago where the court strikes down a gun law.
0: Okay. And it says
1: like this gun ruling is a victory over racist policing policies.
0: Okay. Yeah. See, I, And that also, this is another point I want to make is like, I'm freaking confused. I'm confused at what we're doing here. Because with all the other decisions they've been making, why would they make that one? So that's why I just want to be, I just want to read more into it. And I feel, I feel like if you came here for like history that happened in like 1800s, I'm sorry, but you're about to get history that's happening right now in 2022. For a while because i feel like it's really important for us to talk about oh interesting yeah
1: i'll have to read
0: more about this um we might even get to the point where we're gonna have to like work together on stories with how much stuff is going on yeah
1: yeah um oh i think this is a conservative ruling though Ooh, yeah, good. we'll have to read about it more. I think it's a cons- um, conservative mm-hmm. ruling.
0: Like I said, I could have misread it or I could have been mixing it up with something else. But
1: I think this is an opinion piece by a white person who says by expanding the right to carry firearms in public, it's safer for black and brown people. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Oh, I-, I need to read more about it. Don't take anything I say on this because this is just based on me like Speed reading a few paragraphs. Um, we'll we'll research and we'll come back.
0: Yeah, and then we're also gonna have to turn this off and turn it back on because we have two minutes left.
1: Well, I actually don't have a story. Um, oh,
0: I thought you said there was stuff you wanted to talk about. So there was,
1: was, but I just, <laughs> I don't know. The we started talking about this stuff, and I'm like, I don't really care. I mean, maybe when I like regroup my thoughts over the next couple of weeks, I'll come back to it. But it's basically I was kind of I'm reading a book on Ireland and um, it goes back like to like 300 AD, for example, like it goes way back. Yeah. And I'm just getting this theme that like religion has always been such an ingrained part of life and it always will be and i'm questioning whether or not being a secular country is really a good thing and i know that probably sounds crazy at first secular as in like we take in a bunch of religions you mean
0: or like wait am i yeah yeah like freedom to practice your own religion
1: but also like not to be bound by a certain religion i don't know it's like i think that's a great thing but at the same time uh, i'll get into it like after i like I'll share my research a little more. Um, mm-hmm. I just want to gather my thoughts on it a little bit of more. Because it is like, I think it's going to be a controversial opinion for me because like one, I'm an atheist. So like, obviously, like, I don't want to be per- persecuted for being an atheist, but at the same time, I don't think a secular state is the answer to reducing inequality. And. Okay. I think it's because, like, it goes back to our founding members came in with the idea that people who were already on the lands we took were savages and didn't deserve basic human rights. So they were already othering people the second they landed. So there's a lot going on. I think you'll probably agree with it more once I get into it. Right now it sounds crazy, I know. No, I th- I'm i excited for it. But it's, it's just got my, what you said about reading, it's got my wheels turning and thinking <laughs> about it differently, so.
0: This is what I'm saying. Even us, like just reading stuff that goes against your already preconceived notions. Like I'm not trying to shit on anybody. I'm being honest. Like we need to do that too. Yeah. And I'm doing it. Let's do it more.